Hello and welcome into episode 59 of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Today we're going to talk about three things. Coronavirus, is sports going to happen? Really short on that. We also talk about the decision. Oh my God, the yesterday, the decision. I can't believe LeBron did that back 10 years ago. Ridiculous. You know you'd move to South Beach if you had that much money as him. And lastly, Cam Newton to the Patriots. What I really think about that. You're going to enjoy this pod. It's nice, short, quick, rant-based. I'll be back Wednesday with a open letter and hopefully Friday with some Twitter rant, Twitter talk Friday. We'll see if that actually happens before the 4th of July weekend. And before we get started, this episode is all brought to you by The Sports on Tap. Visit www.thesportsontap.com and also a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, and welcome in. Uh, so today is going to be, as you heard on the intro, kind of just a, a couple rants, a little bit of talking. Uh, I only had one podcast last week. Uh, this week I should have two or three. And then we'll really start to ramp it up, especially if sports does come back, which it seems like, you know, at one point I kind of felt like we're for sure getting it back. Now I'm not so sure. Football up in the air with everything going on, and but... Here's some good news, guys. Look at the death rate here in the country. It's really not as horrible as the amount of people getting infected, a lot of young people getting infected. Now, the problem is if you're young, you don't want to be able – You well, in general, you don't want to go out and give it to older people who could die and your death rate goes up and the infection rate goes up. And then we have a really big problem out in our hands. So that's one thing to keep in mind as we're getting closer and closer to sports. I think the MLS is starting in 10 days, followed by the NBA, or sorry, followed by Major League Baseball in, what would that be, 27 days from now, followed by the NBA 35 days from now. So things are slowly starting to ramp up here, and as things are starting to ramp up, we're starting to wonder, hey, is this actually going to happen, or are we going to have more problems, or what's going to be the exact situation it's difficult, right? We're sports fans. This is a sports podcast. Obviously, I'm rooting for sports to happen because if sports happen, it's better for my business, it's better for you, the consumer. I know a lot of people, you wonder, you sit here and you say, hey, I wonder. And I do this all the time. I'm like, why do these guys who are sports fans and sports uh, commentators and sports journalists, why are they on Twitter? Why are they on TV? Why are they on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it might be, and saying, oh, we need to shut down the world and we don't need sports right now? Well, two things here with those people. One, you got to realize people are people, right? So people say one thing at the beginning of a pandemic when they were really scared and they were really worried and they really didn't know what was going on. So they'd rather be right than get it right. They said at the beginning that this is the worst thing in history of mankind. So now there's no pivoting, right? People don't like to pivot on their opinions. And that's where I like to come in and be the voice of reason to people when I sit here and I say, hey, at the beginning of a pandemic, I was like, oh, my God, this could be awful. We could have millions of people die in this country. We're at about 150,000. and Everything we did was correct, in my opinion, with the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the stay-at-home orders. I even think we should have might have done the stay-at-home orders a little bit longer. But at the same time, I have the nuance now to be like, hey, I don't think the coronavirus um, is as fatal I didn't say as bad, as fatal as we once thought it was. So maybe we need to kind of relax a little bit 
and not be doomers, but the world is a crazy place. Go look at Europe right now, right? Europe's flat, not only flattened the curve, the curve has gone down significantly. Meanwhile, here in this country, we are on a rise because we might have opened up a little too early. And sports is, look, the last thing you want for sports is a restart and start back, you know, stop again. So I'm rooting for sports to start, get going. Hopefully this all works out. But at the same time, if an athlete like Avery Bradley doesn't want to play, I understand. If uh, if it doesn't, if it gets canceled at the end, I also understand. If a baseball player today, Mike Leake, didn't said he's not going to be playing, I understand. So these are things you got to keep in mind as we are approaching sports coming back, while our case count in this country is going up significantly. So if it does stop, we know why. But as I said on my previous podcast, the last episode, like this podcast isn't going to become about politics and stuff. So let's get to what we really wanted to talk about today. And that's two things. And like I said, very short rant-based pod today. One, we're going to talk about Cam Newton heading to the New England Patriots. And two, we're going to talk about um, the decision uh, rerun. We're going to start off with the decision today. So LeBron James in 2010, we saw it on the uh, the ESPN documentary last night. You remember it. Most people listening to this podcast are old enough to you know to remember the decision. If you're a 15 year old or a 16 year old listening to this podcast, you don't remember it, but you at least remember Miami and his you know Miami years somewhat. And let me tell you something. When Miami, so when LeBron James went to Miami. I was ecstatic, right? I loved Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was one of my favorite players at that time. And at the same time, when LeBron announced the decision that he was going to Miami, it was at the same time where I was thinking of my decision to also take my talents to South Beach. And I'm not joking here. This is not supposed to be some sort of joke. I used to work with my dad uh, in his company. And, he's, you know, my dad, God bless his heart, he's actually involved a little bit with this company. He advises us. He, uh, he's been a very successful businessman. So he, I, even though he's not like directly involved in the day-to-day operations with this company, I still find that, you know, I work with him because he continually is there for me, giving advice, giving, you know, guidance to me and Sammy, um, who's my co-founder of this and helping us along the way as almost a silent, uh, silent partner in a way he's not. So yeah, anyway. The point is here, he had his stores, the seen on screen TV stores where, you know, I seen on TV, remember those products like, buy it now, you can buy one, get one free, the magic bullet. So he had a bunch of stores that used to do that. So um, sell those products. He had 55 stores at one point uh, in the United States. He was doing really, really well. The economy went down. He started doing closing some stores, Amazon, the retail, retail business is not what it was. But anyway, at that point, uh, to revive the retail side of a business, he wanted to send me to Miami. I was 24, 23 at the time. Shows a lot of trust sending a 23, 24-year-old from Seattle to you know look handsome like myself, get into Miami. And uh, to, to run the Dolphin Mall store which and open up, run, operate, and manage the Dolphin Mall store and hopefully build out more stores like that. And Dolphin Mall in Miami was like an outlet mall, bigger mall, high traffic, a lot of tourism. A lot of people come off the cruise ships. They would bust them right into the uh, Dolphin Mall store. And it was a big store. So my dad sent me to my, we were thinking about opening that store. We signed a letter of intent to be on the list 
when a location opens up around May of that year. And then July, I think, was around June, July was the decision. And um, so when LeBron announced he's going to Miami, I got excited. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go to Miami as well if this lease actually comes through. So my lease didn't come through uh, with that store until February or March. And I moved over there right before the NBA playoffs to Miami. And I started going to Miami Heat games. And I saw his first season there. So I, I actually stayed in Miami for four years, just like LeBron. I left the year. I left five months after LeBron James. I think LeBron lost to the Spurs in June. I left Miami in October for good. Actually, I actually haven't been back. Uh, I don't go back because I love Miami so much. I don't know if I can actually step foot in Miami and come back to Seattle ever again. I love Miami. Miami is my favorite city in the United States. And I will invest in a property soon, hopefully in Miami. And that will be my vacation home. And I'll spend a lot of time in Miami. Greatest place in the United States. It doesn't even feel like part of America. It's like it's the United States of Miami. It's, um, it's amazing. But anyway, the point is I understand why he went there. There's multiple reasons why LeBron went to Miami at the time he went to Miami. The weather, the atmosphere. He never went to college. It was kind of that college experience over in Miami. But I don't understand why everyone hated on his decision to go to Miami. It made perfect sense. I don't understand why they thought he owed it to Cleveland to stay in Cleveland. And that made no sense. LeBron James had a right to go into Miami. It was a great choice to go to Miami. And if it's not evident, they went to the NBA Finals four out of the four years. Four years in a row. And yeah, that Dallas Mavericks series did not go according to plan. But you know what, man? Anytime you sign somewhere and go two out of four NBA Finals, who win two out of four and go to four out of four, who cares what the media says? The media is just a bunch of, sorry to say, a bunch of old people sitting there who wish they could have been in the position LeBron James was in to go to Miami. And when he said that all these people criticizing him were going to go back to their boring life, it was the wrong thing to say, but he was right. I enjoyed Miami LeBron. Miami LeBron, to me, was the best LeBron. He was angry, which made him maybe not play as loose, but it was fun to watch. He, his his athleticism was better than any part of his career. And man, the South Beach days were fun. So can you fault LeBron James for going to Miami? Now, many people want to fault my LeBron James for the decision, for going on live TV. But if you want to go and, and announcing basically the most public breakup in history, he like literally took the hearts of Cleveland and ripped them out. He's like, get boom, you're out. Cleveland he ripped their hearts out but you know what I don't feel I never felt sorry for them because the reactions they gave him the burning the jerseys the Dan Gilbert letters to me it just proved further that LeBron made the right choice rip rip Cleveland's hearts out whatever did you see how they reacted and you go to Miami you got the beach you got South Beach you got the nightlife you're going with your boys it was a no-brainer. Pat Riley, Dwayne Wade, and you go to four straight NBA Finals and win two of them. That's LeBron's biggest mistake of his career. Not that bad if you ask me. LeBron James, man, if that's what you're going to... I mean, it, to me, it was ridiculous that they want to make this to be the big deal that it is, the decision. You raise millions of dollars to charity and you get ran through the roof. And maybe that's why he's so bitter all the time on social media to people. Because it's like, dude, 
you can criticize me over anything you want. And the shirt he wore, I've seen some criticism on social media. I almost wear the exact same shirt for this podcast just to make a prove a point. To prove a point. But it's a button up. I'm trying to be comfortable today. We work at home now because of the virus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So come on, man. Cut the man a break with that. All right. So that's why I wanted to say a little bit about the decision now. About Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton signed with the Patriots. Uh, man, there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. This is not the Patriots' way is one way. And the other way is this is exactly the Patriots' way. And let me tell you why it's the Patriots' way. Bill Belichick went out and got someone on a cheap dime. And that's what Bill Belichick does. Low risk, high reward. And that's what Cam Newton is. This is a win-win situation for both both the franchise and for the player. Cam Newton, you go to New England and you ball out, you're going to get a long contract either from the Patriots or from someone else. Patriots. If Cam Newton pans out, you're going back to the playoffs and good old Bill Belichick can say, hey, see, I can win with or without Tom Brady. If it doesn't work out, you go get the quarterback of the future next season. It's plain and simple. But now the thing with me is I thought it was ridiculous that everyone and their mother thought that the New England Patriots were going to tank the season. Let me tell you something about the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has been saying has been hinting and proving and the media has shown throughout the years that Bill Belichick wants to show he could win without Tom Brady. So what is Bill Belichick going to do the year that Tom Brady leaves the Patriots? Is he going to go 1 in 15 and tank for Trevor? Or is he going to try to win games? Meanwhile, Tom is in Tampa being Tampa Bay and has his best receiving core he might have had in his whole career. Now, Bill Belichick's not going to give Tom Brady the easy pass and say, see, look, this guy over here, Tom Brady, he won without Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick over here had his worst season without Tom Brady. Bill Belichick's not going to let that happen. And that's what this Cam Newton signing is all about. That's exactly what this signing is all about. And to me, the Patriots, here's one thing you got to remember about the New England Patriots now that they have went out and signed Cam Newton. They have the best coach in the division. They got the best quarterback in the division. Now, maybe Josh Allen by next year could be better than Cam Newton. Maybe. Sam Darnold, maybe. Tua, too soon. So you got the most experienced slash, in my opinion, still the best quarterback in the division for a year. I think Sam Darnold's future is brighter. I think Josh Allen's future is brighter. But for one season, you have the best quarterback in the division. You have the best head coach in the division. You have a very good defense. And you have the best organization in the division. The New England Patriots aren't done. I'll tell you that right now. They're not done, and they're going all in with Cam Newton. So that's my thoughts on Cam Newton to the New England Patriots. So like I said, today was going to be a short rant-based podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, As always, please rate, subscribe, and give this episode five stars. We're going to keep trying to do more things here with the podcast. We're growing as a company. We're really trying to keep up as much as possible. So it's been kind of a grind lately as we're trying to gear up for a couple things that we're doing, launching a couple new things. And getting ready for the return of sports. So uh, that's why I've been doing a couple less podcasts a week. But I'm going to be back at it this week with at least two. 
and then starting next week, three a week again. And who knows, maybe one day I'll be even doing five a week again, but uh, at least three a week. All right. Thank you for listening. This has been the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour, part of the Sports on Tap Network, your internet's pub. Oh, thank you.